What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? Welcome, one and all, to this week's episode of PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the Place in Video Games Podcast Network. And this is the only show that has a new feature for this week where if Lucas and I go beyond our time, we will actually mute each other's microphones so that the other person can answer the question. Wow. Does it also... I'm sorry, I was muted. I was muted. muted. Sorry. Oh, Wait, who's the person muting the mic? Either one of us? We need a, we need one of the people, the the mediators. Mm. They don't talk. They just mute our microphones whenever they think we've gone too long. We would never have a show. It would just be <laughs> theme song hits, intro plays, silence. That's it. Sayonara. It's true. Kevin, you have five seconds to answer the question. <laughs> and go. And go. Uh, as you can tell, everybody, is I, your host, Kevin, and with me this week, returning from his horrible horror hiatus triple h time to play the game <laughs> mr lucas Rose. wow that went everywhere it did all the places i like too uh yes are you, I am saying back. That you are you saying that in fact you like it like that i want it that way yes have it your way do they have burger king theme songs on spotify <laughs> check i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised uh yeah uh we wrap well we sort of wrap it up we wrap it up in this this Saturday, this coming Saturday. It's always good to wrap it up, by the way, kids. It is. But then you want to put a bow on it with our retrospective episode months later down the line. So we're well, almost isn't, done. Isn't technically the whole show a retrospective? So you're retrospecting well, about the retrospective? Yes. Up until this year, which is 2020. So, But that's not part. That's a different decade. No? I don't know how any of it works. <laughs> I just show up and say, <laughs> I watched this movie. <laughs> I thought I knew what move what year movies come out in, and clearly I don't even know that. So, or what decade apparently, because it's not even the year, right? Or is it? Yeah, you know, fake news. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't ask me. I literally just don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me you got that one. No, it was just the way your your mannerisms got me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm no. not sure. I'll, yeah, I'll it, was, it was very Christopher Walken. <laughs> what you got to know? <laughs> don't don't ask me. <laughs> I can't do a Christopher Walken. That was more. Um, I failed you. Uh, what's his name from um, Batman Begins? Oh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I found I can do a Doofenshmirtz though from uh, from uh, Phineas and Ferb. Oh, I don't watch Phineas and Ferb. Oh, well, you have to watch it. And then is that I the scientist? Y- yes, he's the bad guy, the evil genius. That okay, like, platypus. yeah, kind of sounds like um, uh, Pinky from Pinky and the Brain, just like no. ever so slightly. No, no. ever so slightly. No. It, it, he, nope. If he let out an errant not, narf, not even. Nope. When, nope. Not even a little bit. Nope. Animaniacs is coming back though. I saw. I watched the uh, commercial, and sorry, I was muted. I watched the commercial, and. Uh, it was pretty good. I was kind of surprised. It seems a little bit more a surprise. It's geared towards the people who probably watched it when watched it first it. came out. 
which is an awesome thing because it was already, you know, I was older when it came out, but I still watched it. Uh, obviously, because I'm, I'm older than you. It was probably more geared towards your age than it was mine, but I still watched it because I don't really care. Um, but even then, there was like a lot of jokes that would go over kids. Heads. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's like, even then, it wasn't meant for us. But now it's like, well, now it is meant for, or maybe it's really the same jokes, but now we just get them. I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I you know, I thought that too, because it was weird to see Donald Trump as a cartoon character or whatever. Yes. But then I'm like, how would I have ever known if anybody else from politics was a cartoon character? I just assume it's some guy in a suit. Oh, Bill, Bill Clinton was in the, the theme song. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I mean, like the best one was when they talk, when they were doing like detective and they said something about dot about fin- fingerprints. And she's like, ew, no. And it's a scene of like her sitting on Prince's lap, like playing the piano. And I was yeah. just like, whoa, like now as an adult, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, you can't get away with that now. No, but well, I mean, you're on Hulu. I bet you well, can. Even Hello Nurse. I mean, just that alone is. That's true. That's classic, but now it's. I don't know if they're going to do that. But anyway, like, I was wondering if Pinky and the Brain were going to return for it or if it was just going to be them. I don't know. Like, I haven't seen anything if all yeah, the other cartoons no, are part of it. They are. Well, they're in the commercial. Okay. But see, that makes you wonder because before they used to have their own actual, like, 10 minute segment mini shows or whatever within right. Animaniacs. And so I don't know. And all those stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They might just be within almost like skits, I hmm. think, instead of, you know, half this show and half that show like it was before. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't know. We went off on a weird tangent there. Yeah. Already. That's true. Uh, yeah. That's true. Uh, but before we get even weirder, because buckle up kids it's gonna get weird um we do have to thank our patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash psvg so special thank yous to edwin callow barry cathcart josh the bone saw barboni devin tyus chris mcclefresh kyle Heyman, paul calicote mike Massick, zach bradshaw nick fahaba rob emmanuel rude days 93 i keep wanting to say nude days 93 because the way it's oh. written on the screen i might have to make that a capital r in my notes uh grouchy surge and ben moxham thank you so much for your support and hey if you want to support us ladies and gentlemen if you want to encourage this nonsense patreon.com slash p s v g so i had a story lucas that i, I mentioned to you I was like hey i'm gonna save this for the show oh yeah 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 you were not and i and i almost forgot about it until I sat down to look at the notes today and say, Oh, you know, what kind of small talk can we do before we really get into the show? And we're going to flashback probably about a month and a half ago. Um, Cause I remember the weather was still nice. I don't think school was, was in session yet or anything like that. So uh, my wife was outside doing something like gardening or something like that, or, or tending to the, the mint leaves we have that grow mint plants. Um, and she's like, can you go outside? I smell, I think I smell gas, like natural gas. So I was yeah. like, Mm, that's not good. So I run outside. I'm like smelling around. I, I really couldn't smell anything. So I was checking near the cars to make sure it wasn't something else and walking around the house, walk the whole perimeter, nothing. You're like, smells uh, like teen spirit out here, but not gas. <laughs> oh, that's another one. Um, and like, I wasn't picking up on anything. And then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, like the wind blew a certain way. And I, I smelled natural gas. And I was like, well, this isn't good. And like, I waited yeah. again. And I caught it a couple times. So I was like, all right, let me call the, the gas company and see what they say. So I call them and they take like gas leaks. Like if you smell gas call right away, it's an emergency, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I called them and they said, all right, absolutely. Like if you're available to uh, leave the house, um, just be nearby. So when we get there, you can let us in if we need to check your house or whatever. Um, you know, but I did tell them, I was like, I couldn't smell anything inside. It was all from outside, but like, but just in case it's your line, go in your house. I'm, okay. No problem. So uh, my wife and kids, they just went and played outside. I stayed in the house because I was working number one. And number two, I could just deal with the guy when he showed up. 
Wait, you didn't run into your house and go, everyone, there's an emergency. I lit Freak every out. candle in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, Please. started smoking, even though you never smoke. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> um, and then uh, as as I was waiting for the guy to show up, you know, he shows up. And I'm, in my head, I'm like, this is going to be one of those things where you swear something was wrong. And then the second someone shows up, they're not going to find nothing. It. Yep. So I told him, I said, listen, I was like, it's not something we smelt consistently. I was like, it's something that kind of just came as the wind blew. He's like, no problem. He's like, I completely understand. He's like, we'd rather be safe than sorry. I'm going to walk around your house up and down the street, you know, kind of check things, take soil samples, um, which I guess makes here. sense. But I really didn't think it was like that. They would go that far right. to actually test if it was there. Because I'm like, well, I guess if you can't smell it, there's going to be some backup method. Um, you know, like an hour goes by and he's like, you know, I was just about to quit and say, I, I got nothing. He's like, and then I smelt it. He's like, uh, and I looked and he's like, and it looks like there's a gas leak in the line, not to your house, but in the road. Mm. So I guess it was coming up through like the manhole or the, the gutters or whatever on occasion, the smell was, was coming up. So he said, okay, he's like, I'm going to drill a hole and kind of release it. So it's not as consistent. It's like, it's not a big leak. It doesn't seem like he's like, I think it's a small leak. He's like, so I'm going to just drill a hole so that it release, releases. So it's the just pressure. like gathering under there. And then exactly. And then occasionally out. a little bit will come out. So he figured if he releases it, it'll be a burst, but then we really won't notice it. He's like, it's not big enough to notice all the time. He's like, if for some reason you do call us back, he's like, I'm going to send somebody out. He's like, but it's going to take a little while. Cause we deal with other things that's going on. We had a lot of wind storms. So there was a lot of other things. The company was dealing with, uh, cause in Rhode Island, at least, um, the gas company, electric company, it's the same company. So they have hmm. to deal with both things going on. And when we had a lot of windstorms, we lost a lot of power lines, a lot of stuff like that going on. So weeks go by in the back of my head. I'm always kind of like, is this really safe? I was like, but I, I guess so. Cause they're really not concerned, but yeah. So they showed up last week before the show and the company was said, you know, all right, we're going to dig a hole at the end of your driveway. So uh, move your car in case you need to get out. So I actually had to move my car, but because I live on a dead end street, there's not a lot of space. And we really can't park in the road mm-hmm. and because they brought a big like dump truck with the claw hand and like all these other trucks. It was like no place to park my car. So I had to park my car like half a mile away at like the bank and then like walk home, which wasn't a big deal. It's like whatever. Hey, but. where am I supposed to park my car? Yeah, Come that's on. Kind of, that's exactly what I said. And I said, forget <laughs> about it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, so I did that and they, they tore up the whole thing and, and they go through everything. And they said, all right, we replaced the pipe. This sounds like we want to check. Um, your meter in the line going to your house just to be sure because we think there might be a crack in the one that's going to your house. So now I'm like, well, great. They told me before I was safe, but apparently we weren't because I was just thinking that's not what the last guy said. Right now. Do you have natural gas in your home? Yeah. Okay. Where is your meter? I believe it's on the outside. Okay. Mine is not. That's weird. It's very weird. And when we bought the house before we did all the renovations in my basement, when it wasn't a finished basement, we called them numerous times and said, Hey, can you move this? We really don't want it in the house. You don't want it in the house because you can't read it. You can't do any maintenance on it. Like you don't have access to it unless we let you in the house. Nope. We don't do that. It's a, it's an expensive process. Uh, If you want to pay us, we'll do it. And I was like, no, I'm not paying you to do it because it's something like five or dollars to move it. I'm like, it's yours. And you say you don't want it on the outside, but yet you won't move it. Okay. So it's in what is now our downstairs bathroom. Um, oh, and you know, amazing. as you know, they're a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. but what we did to help mask it was, uh, it's right above the sink. We placed the sink underneath it. And then, uh, my grandfather actually built a custom cabinet that actually went over the sink and would hide it. So you'd open oh, up that's the cabinet cool. and then you'd see it. Yes. You saw the pipe going above it and up into the wall, but it wasn't, it was the best we could do really. Right. 
Um, and it was it looked functional, looked, made sense because it was right above the sink. All good. So they come in, they look at the meter, and they're like, oh, okay, well, this is weird. It's on the inside. You really should move in the outside. But what? And like, well, now that we have um, now that we have to work on your pipe, we can move it for free. Okay, I guess, I guess because they were already tearing things up, I guess then at that point they're authorized to move it. Yeah. So said, we can move it if you'd like. And we're like, okay. They're like, but because of where the gas line comes into your house, it'll need to be on the front of your house. Mm. So I'm like, I don't really like that like it's not the like because where your pipe comes in and where the bath like it basically it's gotta be like the shortest they were basically gonna move it directly up a floor and over a few inches so it was outside the house they didn't want to go further over to the right or all the way to the other side of the house or to the back so it'd be more work totally get it i i honestly don't want you drilling through all of my walls to find out and repipe everything because that's a big issue um and they said plus if it's on the outside of your house we then need to put a pylon in front of it so that cars can't hit it and cause a major accident and like it will be like one of those big concrete pillars, or it'll be like those metal horseshoe things. And I'm like, Ugh. so my house is gonna look like a gas station, really? Yeah, like, it's gonna look like a Target. Like they have the right? red, put the big red ball in front. Of it. Put a ball out there. So I talked to my wife, and she's like, I don't know. And I was like, you know what? Just keep it inside. Then I was like, it, it's fine. They're like, okay, we'll need to cut a small. Uh, we'll need to cut in your wall a little bit to pull the pipe out and replace it. Okay, that's fine. I, I get it. You know, I don't like it because I'm gonna have to replace the wall. They're not gonna do that work. Um, and it's like we did put a wall up when there wasn't one because it was just in the concrete before, but we built a room mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get it. So they do all the work. Um, they take it out. They replace the pipe. And this is when they decide after hours of work, mind you, they've been in our house or outside our house all day. They decide to tell us at this moment that that team is only authorized to remove items. They cannot reconnect the service. What? We the- need to wait for customer service to come in and do that. Okay. How long does that take? Well, typically it's two to three days, but because it's our fault, we'll we'll get we'll rush somebody else to come and do it. And I'm like, so you were fully prepared to tell me that I potentially wouldn't have hot water or the ability to cook in my house for three days during this situation? <laughs> you know, yeah. that you know, am I going to microwave my dinner? Like, I can't do everything that way. Um, so, but luckily the guy came shortly after they were done. It wasn't a huge deal, um, and he reconnected everything, new pipes, new everything there. Which is all well and fine. So they leave. I have a hole in my wall, which I was fully prepared for. Sorry, guys. I really, I really wanted you to be like, oh, they didn't remove everything. I need to call them back and have them come back out here because no, I'm not no. licensed to remove things. No, luckily, luckily <laughs> it was fine. The issue is, is because of the new stuff they had to put in, the meter is now about three inches lower than where it was. Oh, no. So the cabinet is not really usable now. And the cabinet had a shelf, so I was actually able to open it and still store things in there. Yeah. So like all of my stuff, shaving cream, razors, your hair stuff, I put that all in there. My stuff would be in there. All my girls, they have spots for all their stuff in the other bathrooms. My wife has stuff down there. But I had the, just that very small space. So the only way I can put that cabinet back up is if I punched out that shelf. So basically, it would just really be a, a facade over it. Yes, it's it still open, but there was no shelf underneath. So like I could stick my hand up underneath and reach it. And you would still see a very small sliver of the meter underneath. And I told my wife, like, that's the best I can do. And it's still better than looking at this thing. Yeah. Well, Lucas, I'm about to share my screen so I can show you mm-hmm. what they left me with. Uh, share screen. So sorry for your audio listeners, but this is something uh, he has to see. I want to see that. Oh, my God. Look at the size of the hole. That's not a small hole. That looks like somebody punched with their fist. And they didn't even like do a smooth cut. No, they I was just going to say. Yep. They just straight up jagged the heck out of it. Um, stop sharing here. No wonder why they're not licensed to install anything. That's if that's the work they do. Exactly. Good Lord. So now I'm like, well, 
I don't really want to replace a whole large section of the wall. So I'm just going to patch that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I've done enough drywall and that's a circle and it's going to be around a pipe. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do Get some stuff. of that wire stuff or whatever. Yep. Th- slap some. I have more insulation left over, so I can fill that back in. You know, that's fine. But I'm like, but the water line is inside that that wall somewhere. I was like, I don't want to risk cutting that. Yeah, I don't blame me. That's the So I'm like, definitely. I'm always like, no, that's fine. So I go look up and like Home Depot and Lowe's, they make 12 inch patches that are big enough to fit that. They don't sell them in store. So I had a special mm. order. That. So I've been looking at this thing now ever since I still don't have it in stock yet. I ordered it and I'm waiting for them to call back. But yeah, that's what the gas company left me because it was their fault. There was a gas leak that they took a month to come fix when I asked them to move the meter in the first place when we initially bought the house. The end. Goodness gracious. Yep. So basically never moral of the story is never blow the whistle on any possible emergencies. <laughs> yeah, I just should have let that gas. Leak. And now I'm wondering the back of my head too, is like my gas bill been high because of this. And now like, like how do I approach their customer service about this saying like, well, I reported it. You took a month to come fix it, but I don't know how long this has been going on for. Give me some credits back. I know they're not gonna, but it's like, mm, yeah, with that. But. Am I just leaking gas over here? And it's all right. your guys' fault. Right. Cause I looked, I'm like, why is gas me for it? in the summer? We're not, you know, people are taking showers, but not taking long, hot showers. I'm not baking a lot because it's hot. I'm like, we don't, our electric bill went up. Yes, because of air conditioning. But anyway, we're a video game podcast, ladies and gentlemen, in case you didn't know for the most part. But I just wanted to share that because it was a very, as I told you, flux to pose like story. It was very, very flux to pose esque. Man, yeah. all you needed to do to make it complete was to s- sit with the customer service for like two hours. It's and true. You- and- and I mean, the good thing was, is while they were in there, they did in fact change the hardware. That's why I'm in the situation. Ah, that's what you, you know, that was in the back of my mind. I'm like, I hope they changed that. They yeah. brought in the professionals. They came yes. in, they changed the hardware. Uh, yes. And I didn't want to cut the water line. Like you cut the ethernet cable. <laughs> you got to drill the water line. <laughs> that's true. Drill. That's, that's um, but all right, let's, let's talk about what we've been playing Lucas. Cause it's sure. been a little while. Uh, I'm going to let you go first. Cause I've been talking way too long. So, okay. Um, well, I've really only got one thing to, to share with y'all. And it's a big one. I got from the library Paper Mario Origami King. I think is what it's called. Um, So, yeah, I was kind of looking forward to this one. I was really surprised at how long it took. I I had this on hold for uh, maybe like half a month before it came out because I was like, oh, this looks okay." So uh, it took a while to get to. Obviously, I wasn't the first one to think, hey, maybe I should pre-order this from the library uh because that was like 30 30th in line but uh wasn't sure what to expect really because i've the only one i'm familiar with is a thousand year door uh paper mario and i haven't i hadn't played it that much but i kind of knew what what to expect from it um but other than that i was just kind of ready for anything and you know it being a paper mario a Mario game. I was thinking, yeah. well, I can play this with my son too. So all good things. Um, so I booted up and we start playing it. And uh, obviously I watched the trailer. So I kind of knew what the look of the game was, but I still really like it. It's very bright, cheery, colorful. It's got kind of that, that feeling of Yoshi's crafted world, sure. but everything has been crafted in a computer if that like to look like certain things like to made to look like paper but not really paper whereas yoshi kind of looks like they actually took some construction paper and scanned it in and then you know what i mean uh so you're saying they made yoshi actually from paper but this game was actually made in a computer correct 
to okay. look like paper. So, so Yoshi was just like a stop animation movie versus mm-hmm. a video game. The whole game was stop animation. There's actually little um, gremlins in there. As you put in the inputs on the controller, they had to move Yoshi for you. And I mean, that's tough, too, because they can't work after midnight. Well, you can't feed them after midnight to really get them wet. So it's kind of right. hard. Well, that's like, why you can't get electronics wet is because if you do, the gremlins will pop out and all makes sense. then you'll know this, the science. I mean, any technology that's proficient enough will appear as if it was magic. So then you'll just find out it really was magic. And there is no such thing as technology or science. You were, you blinded me with science. <laughs> I blinded you with something. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, so yeah, it, it it looks good. It just doesn't. It looks too good, I guess, is what I'm saying, um, for something that was made out of paper. But it's it's very smart the way they they use it. And there is this really satisfying thing where they have these little pull tabs, like they do on cardboard boxes sometimes, or um, food boxes where you have to open it up, and you have that little tab that they've perforated, and you can pull on okay. the little tab, and it goes click 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 click. Yeah. <laughs> And they have that in this game too. Sometimes it's called the thousand fold arms. You use them, they pop out of Mario and you can grab things and it's the most satisfying thing ever. It's like bubble wrap, but in a video game, I love it. And it uses the motion control. So you kind of feel like you're, you're pulling this, this, um, cardboard. Does it, thing does it utilize apart. the HD rumble? Not so far. I don't oh. think so. Unfortunately, I wouldn't know. You know what? I wouldn't know because my joy cons are broken. <laughs> so Maybe it does. Maybe I could actually feel each individual uh, rip and tear of uh, does that wait? Does rip and tear count as a, a song since that's from <laughs> Doom soundtrack? <laughs> Tell me it does. Yes, I'll count it. Uh, I'm un- unintentional, but uh, it occurred to me in the moment. It totally so, works. Uh, but yes, it is very lovely the way it looks, the way it feels, the way that it incorporates the paper, the paper, paper. into the the whole thing um but what i wasn't prepared for i guess is the more important thing i wasn't prepared for the completely utterly charming humor of the game Uh, i'm familiar with a little bit with the writing from thousand year door but for some reason it just feels even more so in in this game just wordplay for instance there's a there's a shrine built to the earth velamental which if you're unfamiliar, vellum is another word for paper and then elemental, of course. So everything's like this wordplay from paper, origami, folding. Um, But there's also silly dialogue and characters. And I I have a few things here, like the toad that you you save, because you have to go through and find these toads. They're all crumpled up. They've all been folded to, to become origami but they've been kind of discarded. So you're left to find them in certain places around the world. You save this one and he says, what a beautiful day. I feel like nothing bad could happen here. Unrelated. I have amnesia (laughs) from the whole vet. And like, I don't know why, but it's, it's just given so like plainly that it makes me laugh. So and it's I'm, dad joke the game. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Nice. And and I'm I'm reading this out loud because my son's watching and he can't read. So I'm just I'm doing the voices, you know. Like, yeah, I know. Learn right? how to read, Jesus. Gosh, what are you five years old? You don't know how to read yet? <laughs> I shame him as I as is my right <laughs> as a father. Um, but you know I'm doing the voices and everything. So every toad is, ah, oh, what? <laughs> you know, ah, that horrible voice. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful day. Um. 
or work. There's a workaholic toad that I also saved. And he's like, you pulled me back from another dimension. Oh, they also sound, you know, like they're from Boston for some reason. <laughs> you pulled me back from another dimension. Uh, so I can work 18 hour days in this shop. So he, he was a workaholic and he was so thankful to be saved so that he could go back and continue to be a workaholic. It's just it's a very Japanese thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Right. Oh, I worried about my shop. Let me get back there. Um, so it's just cute. It's funny. It, it's charming. Um, and there's just unexpected delight in all, all in humor in a lot of things that, that happen. Um, the fighting itself is kind of less of an RPG and more of a puzzle. They don't really mm. show this in the trailer, but when you fight, you are inside of this almost arena and you're in the center typically. And there's all these rings and columns around you and the bad guys sort of line up in these rings. And then all of a sudden the rings will rotate or slide, meaning they'll get closer or further away from you. And then you are left to line them back up. So it is a very puzzle-esque way where you need to either line them up in literally a line in a row, or you'll have to, if you're using your hammer as a weapon, you need to get them in uh, like two by two, I guess. So uh, a square yeah, uh, so that you can attack them proficiently and be able to use the, the uh, um, like you'll be able to jump on them, but it only attacks in a line. And so if you don't line them up, you can still attack in a line, but you might miss one because they're not in, you didn't line them up correctly. So you don't have to line them up correctly. And there are times where I'm like, I don't know how to do this puzzle. So I'm just going to go ahead and let it all be awful and ugly and not uh, the most efficient way to attack this whole uh, fight. But it is very satisfying to kind of do that quick puzzle, have it all line up, get attack bonuses because you did it right. Um, What helps is that you can spend money to add time to the timer that's clicking down as you're trying to figure out how to line everything up. Um, so that's helpful because, you know, you, you're sitting here trying to puzzle this out and sometimes you need extra time. That's just all it comes down to. Like there might be more enemies, so there's more moves you need to make, um, that type of thing. So it does help a little bit. The toads that you save uh, that I referenced earlier, they actually sit in the audience as you save them. So the, the more that you save, the more you get in the audience. Yeah. And you can pay them money to help you. And it's random, but as you hold down the button, it'll pay more and more. So for every 10 uh, coins that you spend, you'll get one toad. And they might attack a random square. They might throw health at you. Um, they, they'll do all sorts of different things. Does anyone come out with a steel chair from the audience? Or just Kind of. Uh, I think <laughs> one of them throws... Yeah, one of them throws a rock, but one of them, I feel like... <laughs> Rock. dive bombs or something uh, I don't know. paper beats rock what is <laughs> that's that that's true that's true i get oh it's paper mache rock i suppose oh, okay so. um there's all sorts of little weird things you're constantly picking up confetti uh from pieces of the world enemies you can knock on trees and it'll fall down and you're using it to heal the land because um some of the origami king's creatures are these giant paper mache wire mesh Goombas and I've seen Koopa Troopas that are, or no shy guys that are eating the land. And so you can repair the land and these things, finding the toads, repairing the land, the holes in the ground, they are all 
uh, unlocking or like their percentage bars, right? Mm-hmm. So as you do them, they're you you slowly filling up to a hundred percent. So that's pleasing, kind of a collectible mm-hmm. mentality. Sure. There are also collectibles to find, all sorts of stuff to do. So very surprised by all of that. I, I wasn't expecting that level. I was expecting an RPG, just party yeah. based, regular. I only have Mario right now, as far as a, a fighting person goes. So I don't know how that ends up changing later in the game. I've probably put four hours into it so far. That's not bad. So yeah, enough to know kind of the ins and outs. I I, uh, faced the first boss, which switches up the the whole thing and the boss is in the middle and you're on the outside and Mm. you're you're, um, manipulating the rings to actually get to the boss. So there'll be arrows on the ground and you need to line it up so that you actually make your way to the boss and do an attack as opposed to the other way around. So... The only thing that was worrisome for me the whole time as I was playing this was you can buy weapons, but you always have your basic shoes to do a jump attack and your basic hammer. At least that's the way it seems. And when you buy weapons, they don't replace those things. They become kind of selectable weapons that you have equipped into slots. Okay. And that's important because they have durability. They only have so many uses. Oh, because it's a Nintendo game. That's what we need to do. Weapons need to break. Right. Right. So you equip them, but it's not like they replace your gear from before. That had me worried. However, you do get to use them quite a few times before they they disappear. I counted maybe like 10, possibly 12, somewhere in that number. And it does warn you probably about once it gets to the halfway point that it's about to break. So it it's somewhat fair. Like it doesn't feel like, okay, this thing has one hit left and then it's gone. Right. You, you can get one them. step closer before it's about to break. Oh God. You know, I left it there on the table and you picked it up and that's why I love you. <laughs> so uh, it's important. It is important because like steel shoes allow you to jump on spiky enemies without getting hit. Um, my biggest, what was more of a downside to me, not so much the weapon durability, but w- the idea that I could see Mario wearing steel shoes or steel boots. I don't know why, but that appealed to me. And that is Doc not Martin. the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't get to see it, unfortunately. So, no, I mean, that's that's been a mainstay in a lot of the series. So it sounds like, I mean, I haven't played it yet and I, I've wanted to, but a lot of the things I've heard from combat and you've kind of reinforced is like, I'm not sure if that's what I want but it could be one of those things that like i surprisingly it's something i didn't know i wanted but i enjoy it but that's, that's how what it made me, me right and it made me hold off a little bit but it sounds like a lot of the the same mainstays have been there the dialogue is still great the writing is still fantastic but yeah the weapons the same thing the shoes and the hammer you get different powers but they don't last forever so yeah it seems like they kept a lot of the same heart that's there it's just they always they always find a need and i don't know why because thousand year door i still think is my favorite one but mm-hmm. it's very basic as far as these gimmicks go. Yes. And I don't know why they feel the need that every subsequent installation of series, they need to have one really weird quirk that either lands or doesn't land for people with color mm-hmm. splash. It was the card combat and then painting the cards, you know, with sticker start, you had the sticker power-ups and they always feel the need to do one crazy thing. It's like, just leave it alone. Like, yeah. Just basic game. It's fine. But, yeah, sort out your mechanics and then mm-hmm. make those mechanics the basis of the game. Yeah, you can still make it origami. Like, that's fine. Like, do the different style choices. That's fantastic. Gives you something else to focus on. But I don't know why they keep messing with the combat. I don't know. I just it's, hasn't hit as well since the first one for me. 
it's like they want to come up with a theme first and then think of all the ideas that come with yes. that theme and then make it into a Paper Mario mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the way that they've implemented that theme, uh, you, you're using the thousand arm uh, things, uh, the thousand fold arms to rip off things. So there's like, that's not even a combat thing. That's just outside exploring the world. You're right. They do go into like a lot of detail in that one like idea. I think that for me, it's landing right now, but I'm also coming in pretty much uninitiated to the series. So that might be a lot of it too. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, right now I'm having a lot of fun with it. I I keep telling my son, I'm like, I jokingly tell him, I say, we need to play more of this game because he'll want to play Lego city or something, or go back to something like that. Or, um, mario odyssey for the millionth time I'm like <laughs> dude this has got to go back to the library and i do want to play this more than we played uh Luigi's more than Mantin. i want to hang out with you <laughs> yes exactly so either sit up and shut up or leave daddy alone because i'm on the toilet right now and try to play paper paper mario or toilet paper mario <laughs> toilet paper i have yet to see toilet paper but if they miss out on that one then i'm going to be very disappointed and my whole uh opinion of the game will be completely changed forever to me that's to me. There you go. Um, I only got two this week um, to talk about. I had more, but then I'm like, I've talked about before. There's not really anything to add. Um, <clears throat> first one, uh, Lucas, I fell into the Hades hype right now. Yes. Hard. And I, I hate you because once you fall, it's only a matter of time before I'm joining in. So It's true. It's true. Uh, dude, it's good. I mean, everyone else has said it's good. There's not really anything addition I can add to it. But for those who, who don't know, for whatever reason, uh, Josh and Kyle got to interview one of the people who worked on the game on board with uh, video games uh, last Great week. Great episode. But- yeah, it was. It was a really good episode. It was a great interview. He's a very uh, interesting guy. Um, but Hades is basically a roguelike game from Supergiant, uh, who also made Bastion, Transistor, Pyre, um, things like that. You play as Zagoras, who is the son of Hades. Uh, and basically the whole game is you're just trying to escape out of the underworld, just in a vicious loop. You die, you come back, and your father's just throwing minions and stuff uh, at your way to prevent you from leaving. Uh, the reason you're trying to leave is that you somehow now just discovered that you have relatives out in Olympus. You know, Zeus is your uncle, you know, Poseidon is your uncle. And like, even call him like as the gods will try and contact you. As they say, Zeus, your uncle. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but they'll just, they'll just like chime in and give you boons and special abilities based on those different gods. Um, so like, you know, if Zeus reaches out, you'll get some sort of lightning added to your power. So whether it's your dash will cause lightning or your regular attack, your special attack, or you can even summon Zeus for like a super move when you build up your meter. But basically it's just a grind. You just keep looping over and over again. Each time you get a little bit further, uh, you get new abilities for Zagoras. Uh, you gain different weapons as you go through. Um, it's not, you know, the gods that are in Olympus are trying to help you, but there's also people in the underworld who are trying to help you. Uh, Achilles is like your friend, and he actually trained you on how to fight. Why is he trying to leave? He wants to to see the rest of the other gods. Like, he doesn't know that this happened, like, that there's this whole, like, because he just was born in the underworld and just been there forever. He's oh, okay. the underworld. So he wants to open up his a whole new world, if you Right, know. right. And he's not, he doesn't appear at least from the story bits I've gotten so far that he's actually a bad guy at all. Uh, he okay. just happens to be the son of Hades, um, which honestly Hades doesn't fully seem that bad other than the fact he keeps trying to murder his own son to bring him back and prevent him from going out. But um, basically the gods <laughs> are reaching out to you because they just found out you existed and you found out they exist and they're just trying to help you get out to Olympus to, to basically meet them really is, is kind of what it seems to be the point. Um, but yeah, you have all the people stopping you. The, the furies are, are stopping you. Uh, Bone hydras, uh, Cerebus is there as actually your pet dog, but he gets in your way at certain points because he 
so since the Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Like you just get these different boons from the, the gods. You can combine however you want. Um, Zeus, Poseidon, Aphrodite, uh, Athena, Chaos, Hermes. Like they're all there. Um, and they give you different types of abilities based on what they're the god of. Um, like, uh, what would I say? Uh, Aphrodite will give you power to make other enemies weak. Like, because they, they just tremble in the knees, Lucas, because you're so ah. handsome. Um, things like that. Um, was Di- that. Dionysus is my favorite, personally. He's the god of wine. Party, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he's my favorite one, because like you, you actually make them, like, drunk. The, the villains <laughs> basically get drunk as you're, as you're combating them. And, like, they slow down. They just, their their health depletes, and you kind of Come just shot. Exactly. Guys. It's it's funny. I mean, like, every god has a different personality. Um, and you can, in true Greek god fashion, you can piss them off. Uh, there'll be certain instances where you, as you clear each room, you get some sort of reward for clearing it, whether it's currency to upgrade your weapons, whether it's keys to unlock new weapons, uh, darkness, which helps you gain new abilities, or it's a power from a god. There are certain rooms that you get two powers from a god, hmm. but you can only select one. Oh. And when you select one, you piss off the other one who then attacks you. Ah. And then if you beat them, they calm down like, oh, you know, I'm, j- I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Here's your ability. And then you get the second ability, but you have to face off against them. So sometimes you look and you're like, all right, Zeus and Poseidon. Who, who do I, I take in first? And then who do yeah. I want to fight? Like it's it, you have those kind of choices to go through. But it, it's a really fun loop. And, and apparently I really like roguelikes and I didn't think I ever did. Uh, between uh, Neon Abyss, uh, I was playing Dead Cells before I started playing this. Like I'm in on yeah. this type of game now. But Hades is just really well done. Um, tons of voice acting for a game that's really just PC and, and Switch only right now. Um, the artwork is is very good. It looks anime style kind of deal. Um, but every character has its own distinct feel and, and uh, personality uh, that it makes it a lot of fun. So I, I, I highly recommend it. I mean, it's $25 at full price. Uh, I know it's been on sale and we know eventually like I, I could see this once it hits Xbox that Xbox would want to make this like a Game Pass game. Yeah, I, I could say I could see that happening or maybe even hit a Game Pass on PC first type deal. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think, uh, if you're even remotely interested, jump on this bandwagon. It's, it's really good. Uh, Josh beat it. Well, completed a run. I should say, I don't know what happens and why you go back, but Josh was able to complete a run for the first time, I believe last night. Mm. Um, and he's done it twice now so far and I've gotten close. Um, obviously this isn't really any spoiler. The last person you face that gets in your way is going to be Hades himself. Right. Um, and I thought I felt like I beat him and I'm like, yes. And he comes back again at full health. And I was like, no, because I was was barely just, you know, I had about half health on my last, it my wasn't last e- um, run. It wasn't even his final form. That it was wasn't his final form. He was over 9,000. It was just, it was oh crazy. My gosh. Um, but yeah, it's just a really, really good game. And, and I find myself uh, hard pressed to tear my ways, uh, myself away from it. Because now that I've gotten better at it, and I'm more powerful. Each run will take like. 30 40 45 minutes sometimes so it's like it's it's not like yes in the beginning and it can be a game you just jump in for 15 minutes and play but it's like if you want to complete that run before you dock the switch or, or pause your pc or whatever it's like just keep going keep going it's just taking longer and longer but it's really good um excited to see a game like this really kind of take off but it's a lot of fun um the other game i want to talk about a little bit uh, i'm not gonna get into it too much because by the time you folks hear this my review will be available on gamesreviews.com and we talked about this a while back lucas pumpkin jack Yes. Um, yes. Basically, uh, Pumpkin Jack is classified as a spooky, scary 3D platformer. It's not scary at all. Uh, where you embody Jack, who's the mythical pumpkin lord. You dive into an epic adventure through the otherworldly landscapes and help evil annihilate the good. That's right. You're the bad guy trying to take out humanity. Oh, snap. Yep. So 
you basically it, this is best i'm trying to think of how to really categorize this game it definitely feels like a platformer s thing like i don't want to say like mario um but it's in that nature like you have each when world I, you navigate your way to the end of the world to complete it sorry go ahead. When, i was gonna say when i saw it because i wasn't really aware of it but when i first saw it it kind of reminded me of medieval like yes that that's, that's a great comparison too yeah okay there's there's a little more platforming I think than I remember in medieval, but I really it's been a while since I went back. I didn't play the remaster of medieval, mm-hmm. um, but this one does have a lot of platforming, which honestly sometimes can be a little frustrating. Um, some of it's meant to be kind of hard, um, but as you go through each world, um, you gain a different weapon for Jacks. So you're not using the same weapon throughout the game. Like you have a sword, uh, you have a, a crow, because uh, that's your thing. You have a sidekick that's a crow. Um, that guides you through that's kind of a wise mouth, which is really <laughs> fun to see the dialogue between Jack and the crow all the time as you're kind of just trying to rid humanity of the earth, basically. Um, and <laughs> it, it's it's really weird. It's just like you're, you're the bad guy. Um, and it it's a good game. Uh, it's made by a very small team. Uh, so okay. you do have to kind of keep that in mind. It's a, it's a relatively short game. I think my entire playthrough is about four hours. Uh, if that, and I did run into some uh, difficulty in a couple levels where I'm just, not good at platformers anymore. I think I've realized I've hit that age where I can't do it anymore. Um, my, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the Twitch reflexes. It's understanding like, okay, I need to jump this far and stop and not over jump or under jump like those yeah. things. Yes. And, I don't, and I don't blame the, I don't blame the game for that. I'm not saying it's the game at all because I, I've just found myself having a hard time with platformers uh, as a whole uh, 3d platformers at least. Um, but it's a good game and it's definitely a nice Halloween game. That's pretty safe for kids as well. Nothing's really overly scary um, at all. Uh, it's done very cartoony. So it's, it's like medieval. It has that kind of vibe to it. Uh, but the writing's funny. Uh, it's a decent game. I'm not sure what it's actually going to retail for. I should check that because that's a big factor in this one. Um, I would guess. I would. I'm thinking thirty, but I have that's no. That's what I. That's what I'm thinking honestly, and that's where so I like. So it's probably forty. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Um, let me see if it's pre-order. Bottom if it's pre-order or not. So it's not out yet. You said no. It's well. I mean, as people are listening to it, it's out. But it's not uh, out as close. we're talking about it yet. Gotcha. Um, Makes sense. Halloweeny game should come out during Halloween. Yeah, I kind of wish it was like a week earlier, but it's not, and I can't seem to find a price anywhere. Mm. What's well, available? Steam Pumpkin Jack, maybe because it's gonna be on PC as well. Here, Jack Here we go. Uh, it is uh, release date added to your wish list. It doesn't even have a price. Are you kidding me? How do you not have a price? I can just add it to wish list. I don't see a price. Plan release date October 23rd. The game unlocks in approximately approximately 13 hours. But there's no price. That is bizarre. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. I don't know if it's something's gonna happen or not, but my embargo date is up as as we're recording this. I'm okay. Um $30. Where'd you find that? I literally typed in pumpkin jack price and it's what uh, Google kind of, this is based on eShop prices for Nintendo. Switch. Okay. So, so. I, all right. That's pretty accurate then. Um, yeah. $30. It's an okay game. Uh, $20 would be better in my mind. This reminded me a lot of, uh, and this is going to sound like a bad thing, but it's really not but like those. Wii we games that would come out and they're like budget titles right out the bat. And yeah. like, you knew what you were getting into like for $20. You're like, oh, okay, I can get a couple hours of this game. It might be good. Um, <clears throat> It's definitely cool. It's a, it gave me good Halloween vibes when I played it. Uh, the issue was they gave me the review so freaking early. I think it was a month ago I beat this game. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, but I couldn't write about it until now. Um, but yeah, it's it's done well. It's, it's fun. It's funny. 
Um, it definitely uh, is a good start for somebody if they're really just kind of de- beginning their career as a game designer. I could see like bigger and better things coming if they had more resources, a bigger team really to work on it. Because as you watch the credits, you saw like the same dude's name pop up a lot with a couple mm. other people here and there. So it was like one of those things that I think, you know, maybe he got some money to add additional people, but really he was doing it all himself. And I believe it's been in development for a long time. Um because they, they shared a diary thing I saw somewhere. I forget where it's like early sketches of what Jack looked like. And he looks totally different now. Um, so it really has come a long way. But it is very cool. So I recommend it. Um, I feel like that's common when you get like a game uh, designer who's not particularly art- artistic or confident yeah. in their artistic skills. And then they hire in art team after they've got like the basics of everything down. And then they just, re- you know, replace all the tweak it art yeah all the art with whatever will be the final stuff so yeah yeah um i i I would say i recommend it i don't know what i'm giving it for a score yet i'm kind of hovering above that right now i think like a seven and a half seven around there um it is fun i think being halloween definitely helps the game like i can't imagine people picking this up in like december or january playing it just (laughs) it really just feels halloween like i think that helps the thematic of it a lot um i will say there is there's one i don't know how to word this like it's totally a spoiler but i don't know if it really matters I'm going to say it as you go through earth, Lucas, you're chasing this wizard and that's who you're trying to stop. Like he's humanity's last uh, hope. He has like some sort of amulet that you need to get in order to stop humanity. It's Harry Potter. No. Okay. The final boss before you reach that, because you're basically traveling the ends of the earth, chasing this wizard and finding him. You end up at, you end up at uh, the North pole. I don't like where this is going. (laughs) You kill Santa Claus. Oh my. You just said it was kid friendly twice but he doesn't really look like santa claus but he is santa claus like his his dialogue he's like is, Saint is santa Nick, claus. basically but yeah i mean he doesn't even look like it uh but he's the yeah. spirit of santa claus yeah you wow and, and and the best thing is the crow even says after you do that like wow we just killed santa claus i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh man that actually hurt hitting the feels a little bit but yeah it's a decent game uh 20 30 bucks i think you're you're good to go with that um it's not bad but again if you're not playing it like this week or right after halloween i i don't see i think it loses a lot of appeal simply because of that to be completely honest i think it gets a bump because of the the seasonality of it all yeah it's got a nice art style and stuff and yeah you'd you would really have to be like i'm an all all year halloween type person to yeah yeah to be able to play it now uh people uh, have asked me, Lucas, uh, Kevin. So yes. what's what's next? What do you what do you review next? <laughs> yeah. and, and my response is really, um, well, you know, you need to watch Dog because there's a legion of people asking me what I'm going to play next and review. So yeah. I'm just going to say that and say keep an eye out, folks. Tune in. I'll let you know. Let that stew and marinate in your brain. So those mm-hmm. wise and hallowed words. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably something to them. So All right. as always. Um, but you know what? That's enough from us, everybody. Let's hear from you. Yeah, it's time to check out the messages. Message for you, sir. First one up, uh, Lucas, was a carryover from last week. I didn't use it because Donnie sent in a few questions last week, mm-hmm. so I kept it for this one. Uh, Lucas, what's the best way to prepare for a podcast? Do you like eat dinner earlier or closer to when you record? Do you have any pre-show rituals? What do you do to get ready for the show, Lucas? Well, see, so you don't want to you don't want to podcast on a full stomach, or you'll get cramps, and nobody wants that. 
I don't know if I have any, I mean, does, does like putting my kids to bed and praying that they fall asleep? Does that I mean, count? That's as what I do. I do <laughs> the like, same thing too. Please Sandman come to this room and put these kids to sleep. Enter Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Often never, never learn. Don't sleep with one eye open. I want you to get good night's rest. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I probably do to a certain degree. Like I always grab something to drink. You don't want to. You don't want dry mouth while you're trying to talk. Nobody wants to hear that on your podcast. If you do this during your podcast, everyone hates you. Knock it off. <laughs> Even if they tell you to, they don't. They do. Yes, they they're thinking that guy's mouth is not moist enough. Get some water <laughs> in there. <laughs> um. So, I mean, there's probably those things, but the best way to prepare is obviously your drink of choice. You you got to have your drink of choice. So whatever that might be because or not food okay mm. stop bringing food to the podcast yeah don't do that if you can't if you can avoid it at all possible don't don't eat on a podcast yeah eat Drinking's if you need fine, to. but yeah. yeah um but yeah i mean I, i'm not praying to the podcast gods or anything beforehand that we have a good show so i mean we know we don't have a good show so I mean, that's, that, that's that takes true. the pressure off right off the bat and not that there's anything wrong with that if you do pray to the podcast gods fair enough fair enough but it's weird having people pray to us, Lucas. Um, I agree with you. Don't don't eat on a podcast. Uh, drinking is is really important. Um, as I said to Lucas before, I was grabbing drinks and then setting up, and he goes drinks, and then he like highlights the S, and I'm like, I always do. Like I was like, you never noticed, and um, yeah, I typically do because I mean we do a lot of talking, and true. I I get thirsty. <laughs> like I don't know how else to put it. It's like I if I talk for long periods of time, I get dry, so I need to to keep hydrated. So. A lot of people think that you lose the most, uh, like the most body water, if you will, through sweating, but it's actually through talking, just constantly spraying out spit COVID. everywhere. <laughs> COVID, yes. um, <laughs> COVID hose. Yeah. But I mean, no, there's no pre-show rituals. I, you know, I pull up the notes and review the notes, make sure all of our ducks are in a row. And then Lucas and I do like a little pre-game and kind of talk to Jeff for a little bit. Cause you also don't want to go into a podcast cold. That's always weird. No. You want to make sure the vibes go and everyone's feeling good. And if not, you know, the other person's not feeling good. And you know how to pace that show appropriately. Then like, it's like a party. You, yeah. you, you want to warm everybody up, get everybody going. You, you don't just everybody hangs on the kitchen instead of in the living room. And then you need <laughs> to know when to quit it and leave the party. Really? When, when can yeah. you get out? Yep. We, so we, look, we look at each other like husband and wife at a party. And you're like, can we go yet? Like oh, one of them. So we know to wrap up the show. If you go in a pair, there's always one person talking too long, talking to everybody. Like, I'm just going to say goodbye before we leave. And then they're gone for two hours. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. like, and you're just sitting in the car by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we and yeah. you're like aware of how much gas is being used. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done this in the garage. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, next question comes in from Takeda. McDonald's gives you the Travis Scott treatment and asks both of you to create your own signature McDonald's meal. What's it going to be before we dive into that? Lucas, do you know who Travis Scott is? Nope. Have no clue. Okay. I, know I didn't got a meal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He, he is a rapper. Now you didn't know. I'm assuming I did. Okay. So you just knew that. I don't know who rappers are. I figured you wouldn't know him because he's not You are right. I shouldn't say he's not a big rapper. He's not big with our crowd, <laughs> with our generation of people. Gotcha. Um, I know one song he does is sicko mode. I know that. Um, and I know he appeared in Fortnite. That's it. This dude's killing it. How have I not heard of him? I know Fortnite, Fortnite McDonald's, McDonald's 
I don't know. Wow. Um, but yeah, he came with his own meal basically. So people go up to McDonald's like, I want that Travis Scott meal. A lot of them would play the sick mode song in the drive through. And it's a big thing online. You could look it up. To that sounds, thing. that sounds fun actually. It does. It does. Um, but yeah, it's just really weird that he randomly got a meal at McDonald's and, and they, they have somebody else now that I don't recognize at all. I, I realized that the other day when I pulled up, and I was like, who is this? Like, Oh, new collaboration. It's not McDonald's collaboration somehow as if, okay, we're going to edit this cheeseburger. It's a collaboration now, but how yeah, does it, McDonald's know more about the zeitgeist than I do? Did they hired a new intern who's young? I think is really what they were like, dude, you should totally make a meal with Travis Scott. And like, <laughs> and then the, the, Mr. McDonald's is like, I like this kid. <laughs> well, he, he, he thought it was one of the property brothers, you know, the two, the Scott brothers. Oh uh, yeah. So the, he thought it was one of them and it turns out it was a rapper and it was awkward, but he gave his own sandwich, which really is just an edited quarter pounder. Like I think it's a quarter pounder, but they added lettuce and something else. It's a quarter pounder without cheese, though. Yeah, <laughs> McRoyale well, with cheese. Uh, <laughs> but do it. But basically, it's like the meal is that, like a, a sprite and like some hot dipping sauce they added, and, and, and fries, of course. <laughs> some hot lettuce. It's <laughs> the best part of the meal, hot lettuce. Um, but anyway, so Lucas, McDonald's gives you your own meal. What is it? Ah, uh, boy. Well, ah, oh, geez. Ah. Uh, I, I thought about this and I'm like, what, what does McDonald's need? And honestly, I get pretty much the same thing. It's like the poverty food that's on the dollar menu. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't afford this meal. Give me the dollar cheeseburger and value French fry, please. <laughs> and the smallest thimble of drink that you have. No, the drinks are dollar no matter the size. Don't. Oh don't yeah, that's that true. You get a that large, whatever. True. That's true. Even if you don't want a large, throw the rest yeah. out. Just order a large all the time and you'll never be sad. Um, So I thought about it. And, and, you know, when I when I do get a burger, I usually get a barbecue bacon burger, or at least I used to. And so if I were to make a meal, that would be the 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 centerpiece, if you will, of the meal would be a barbecue bacon burger. Now, I don't know if they have that, but it seems to me that they are missing out on that particular combination with, of course, basically taking the Applebee's cowboy burger. I believe mm-hmm. it's Applebee's um, stealing that and then making it easier to mass produce as McDonald's does. And then shoving that into a big Mac box, but labeling it, I don't know, McDonald barbecue, whatever well, it's the Lucas Rose meal. So it's just, well, yeah, it'd be the, the, yeah. But what would they play when <laughs> you, know, I want you that Lucas Rose meal and then they play like karma chameleon or something. <laughs> why why if you knew me you'd know you just want it on the on the playlist because we said it that's the only reason why i mean, can't think of any reason why that nobody would be wants karma chameleon on the playlist well it's on there now well we'll be um all right so me all right yeah. let, let's go with this because of the randomness that is psvg prime i thought of it more mm-hmm. in, in the in the aspect of a prime meal as opposed to a me meal because because wow. we're we're a, bu- we're a bundle deal you can't just get one you have to get them both okay um so you got to go with me here. And much like you had said with the barbecue burger, they don't currently have a barbecue burger, but they have barbecue sauce. So like in my head, if it's there, you can play with it and make it happen. Right. Exactly. So this is what I'm doing. Number oh, one, yes. all the meals come with a shamrock shake. Doesn't matter what time of year it is. It's okay. going to be a shamrock shake. Okay. Okay. That's number one. Maybe, maybe you can substitute it for an eggnog shake. I haven't decided yet, but one of those two. I've heard a theory that they just tint the vanilla shake green what do you think about that no there's flavor in it for sure 
That's what I thought. I mean, yeah, I've it never, has a I've minty taste to it. Yeah, it has a minty taste to it. Not overly, but I think it's just vanilla and they add like some mint to it. It's like, vanilla it's not, and then they throw in like, like it's ice, probably some. Yeah, like it's some got it's, Yeah. <laughs> Try it. Icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gross. So Shamrock Shake or Eggnog Shake. Right. I haven't decided yet, but may, maybe both. Maybe one is a Kev meal, one's a Lucas meal. One Ooh. is Eggnog, one is Shamrock. Nice. Um, so here, here's where it gets weird. Okay. I, I thought it was already weird. I no, that was like that was the part that makes sense. <laughs> okay. McChicken sandwich. Okay. okay. I'm following. Take the lettuce off. No Forget hot lettuce. That. No, no hot lettuce here. Okay. No mayo. Not that I'm against mayo, but for this meal, doesn't make sense. Mayo okay. gone. It's a very dry sandwich so far. Yep. Not the normal bun. You get the seeded bun, like a Big Mac. So really not a McChicken at all, except for the, the, fact the patty. That yeah, you're taking the Got patty. Okay. You're putting that sweet and sour sauce on it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Right. Okay. Bacon. Mm-hmm. French fries in the sandwich. Okay. What was the bun? Come back the, to the, the bun. seated bun from the Big Mac. So it's the okay. Big Mac bun. Okay. So bun not, not the awful cheeseburger, like dollar cheeseburger bun you get. Yes. It's the just dollar 25 bun instead. Yeah. It's the slightly <laughs> yeah, exactly. more elevated. Okay. I'm following you. I like this okay. premium sandwich. Exactly. Then you also get a toy like a Happy Meal just because. I, I like that. Toy. I want to toy in the meal. An adult toy. I love it. Exactly. And then it, most people probably haven't had this. And it's because it's not good. <laughs> but we're adding it. <laughs> but we're adding it. So you know they have like the apple pies, right? Yes. So during the holidays, they have, I think they just called a festive pie. A festive and, pie. Got and it's the same thing. It's still that that shell, that doughy shell that's like deep fried because it's kind of crunchy, but not. Right. But inside it's filled with like some sort of cream filling with like sprinkles in it. Okay. That's in there too. Because, <laughs> because not in the sandwich, not in the sandwich, separate. Uh, I figured. But because we, but because I used the fries in the sandwich, you still needed something else in the meal to eat. Can they put because the you typically get a drink, pie? fries, and a sandwich. The fries are in the burger or in the okay. sandwich. So I needed something else. So you get the pies, you get dessert. And I like it. You know, here's the thing about McDonald's. I do like this, and you're right, it's very eccentric, and mm-hmm. I think it encapsulates everything that mm-hmm. we do here. Um I don't feel like McDonald's has enough side options. It's like you either like fries or I agree. So I'm going. Do you need more? The fries onion the rings. Best. Onion rings. Hello. I mean, I like onion rings, but I'd I'd be hard pressed to say that they could do them better than Burger King does. That is true. Burger King is like the closest thing you'll get to fair food. I yep. swear. And I, I like their onion rings, but I don't like their fries. I like McDonald's fries. You're right. Well, their Burger King fries are like. Do you like? an entire baked potato in one fry. Yeah. Yeah. And here you go. But yeah, but basically our sandwich is just a giant chicken nugget. with sweet and sour <laughs> sauce and bacon. No, no, no. I want it to be a four piece chicken nugget. Now that you say that. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that, that could be done too. I mean, it's, we're getting weird. Might as well just go all in. And but put pickles on there, please. You can ask for pickles. See, that's the thing is if you want pickles on the sandwich, say you want it Lucas style. So PSVG okay. Lucas style. And then you get the uh, you're automatically upgraded to the shamrock or um, no, I don't want the shamrock. I want the uh, you want the eggnog shake. Eggnog. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Boom, the festivus pie, please. Yep, it's all good, all good. I'm that's hungry you, now. That's how you answer that question, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole other podcast on that. I know we could. Uh, Jason asked the next question. Uh, you might know him. I'm not sure. You might have heard of him. I've heard of him. Okay. Kevin, if you could be a part of any other podcast, why is that answer flux supposed? Um, well, Jason, you're not wrong. 
if I had to choose, that's where I'm going. But I'm not sure that the internet is ready for that or can handle that, to be honest. Like, you just heard what happened, right? You, you just heard everything that was just discussed between the two of us in the last five minutes about a mythical meal that will never happen, but shouldn't happen, really. No, it should. Uh, but but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for that next time I go. Um, I thought I could have it my way. That's yeah. burger. Go away. Well, ba da ba ba ba. I'm not loving it. <laughs> um. Anyway, that would happen a lot more for longer periods of time if I were to join that. Um. And then, I mean, honestly, it would be like, um, you know, in Transformers, Lucas, you had the the construction ones that all combined into one giant robot. Yeah, they do. Yeah. We would basically be the equivalent of that. And we'd have to then change it to Fluxtapose Prime. Like it actually oh, is a Transformer gosh. at that point. And then we can make toys along with our meals. So it works. I love it. That I would be the it. toy in the meal. Fluxtapose Prime would be the toy in our meal. Oh, my gosh. And we're Transformers. And we turn. But what do we turn into? I could transform you. We tr- we transform into streamer mode and we just like, <laughs> we're like branded by Twitch and we have headsets on and all sorts of things. I love it. it works, Getting it sued. And that was another song title you didn't get, by the way. But Oh, I'm sorry. What I was can it? Transform, I can transform you. It's a, it's a rap song. You wouldn't know. <sighs> These rap songs are lost on me. You forget I'm actually 90 years old. I know, oh, but it's fine. Boy. You can listen to the playlist and get some culture there. I'll learn the 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 Aussie song that I didn't know, and and you'll learn that. So it's all good. Literally called I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I did not even realize that as I did it. Um, all right, so that's it for questions, everybody. Thank you so much for sending them in. It sends us on probably the most fun part of the show, I think, for most folks, even though it has nothing to do with video games really ever. Um, let's get to the boring part. Yeah, let's get back to the news. God, everybody wants to hear that. But if you want to send in these crazy questions, please do so on the Discord. Oh, we'll typically please. reach out on record day, uh, or you could always tweet us at PSVG Kevin, uh, and I will make sure to get them uh, answered to the best of our knowledge with high-quality content like that which you just digested in your ear holes. But, Lucas, it's been a week, so it's time for us to check out the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. Sir, you go first. Okay. Uh, let's go with the, the hard-hitting news first. Did you know... That Fortnite has just cut its install size by over 60, 60 gigabytes on the old, I, I believe on the old uh, political computer. It is. Yes, that is on PC. Um, um, unbelie- now, I bring this up because we have talked about in the past the old file sizes here. Um, yeah. Now, the funny thing is, is you got to you gotta make size to get size. So this was 27 gigabytes worth of mm. a patch. But basically, Epic explained that it's performing long overdue tidying up, which you have to imagine. I mean, this game has had so many in-game events now and changed the map so many times that there's probably like you think your desktop looks bad right now. Just imagine what this game file Mm -hmm. structure looks like. Awful. Um, Dramatically reducing Fortnite's install size with sweeping optimizations to the game's file structure. So, yeah, huge patch, but somehow it's weird. You, you download a 27 gigabyte patch and then it basically it uninstalled 60 gigabytes. It's like, what, what is happening? Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, it, it's great news. And like you said, it, it makes you wonder why things take so long to actually do like how, how have other 
battle royales or the developers not gotten the hint yet. You like you look at Epic. So Epic is fairly new when you look at the, the grand scheme of like Fortnite. Call of Duty and Activision have been around forever. They yeah. should have a better handle on these things than these newer people should, in my in my opinion. Now, yes, Epic has all the money in the world at this point, but they had to develop a good product to get there. Like if Fortnite just sucked and people make jokes and I still play it occasionally, so I get it. But people make a lot of jokes about it. But if the game was really that bad, people would not be playing it, regardless of whether it's free. Now there's tons of options for free battle royale games, but people still go to Fortnite. They still buy battle passes. They still just, and it's because it works. It's functional. It's it's and it's always changing, as you said. Um, so I booted up the Xbox while you're talking just to take a look at the file sizes on console. So Fortnite sits in at 31.2 gigabytes on console. Okay, so that's about where it is on PC then. So maybe it wasn't right. just PC. Yeah, it might have been everything. I did get an update for Fortnite the other day. Uh, I just know the news really focused on the PC one because I think they released those notes better. Whereas on console, you just know that there's an update coming. You don't really know the size of them. Um, Apex Legends sits at 50.7 gigabytes. Um, And then Warzone, I had installed and actually just uninstalled it to install my new game I need to play, um, was over 100 gigabytes. Oh my gosh. So the two newer entries versus Call of Duty. Now, yes, Call of Duty is new to Warzone, but they've made multiplayer games forever at this point. Um, was in, in the case of Fortnite, three times bigger and twice as big as Apex. It's just kind of crazy, but it's good to see Epic doing the right thing. And I think they kind of lead the way for a lot of things on PC right now, at least. So hopefully other developers are able to ask or get some input on how they can do the same type of thing or use Epic's method uh if it's something that they develop maybe they'll share that with folks to get that done as, as a standard practice because we all could deal with smaller file sizes i think overall i, I was gonna ask they're kind of flexing you know mm-hmm. they're like hey yep. we can do this why not you hey, exactly i mean it's we saw that epic. a lot with cross uh, cross play cross progression we see that with a lot yeah. of games and i mean again fortnite had done that very early on the cross progression i can play on pc and i'm at the same level on my switch as i am on my xbox as i am on ps4 like it all carries over it's tied to that account and that's something that a lot of games apex legends included still hasn't figured out they just started cross play i think i don't think cross progression is a live thing yet uh for them but like yeah you look at these things and not everybody does it and you're kind of like well why if Fortnite's been doing it this long, how has other developers not figured this out or made this happen yet? It's true. It's true. Step up, boys and girls. Boys and girls. Get it done. Get her done. And speaking of get it done, so oh, this is actually a follow-up to our story we covered last week with yes. Caroline. We talked about Steve from Fortnite and his meat. Yeah, you did, and I looked it up. We did. Uh, I got Lucas. flagged for <laughs> looking at adult content. <laughs> you didn't know your wife had that filter on your computer. Lucas, no. why are you looking at Steve's meat? It Who's Steve? Alerted her phone. Yep. Steve's meat was Googled. She was like, <laughs> oh, I didn't do this. Who did this? Who's Steve? Not this time. I didn't. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, so Steve joined Super Smash Bros. last week. Uh, and everyone was, you know, caught off guard with the way he uh, handled his grilled meat in his victory scenes. He sure did. Um, which could be, you know, paused and done to make it look worse than it actually was. But uh, Nintendo was like, okay, we're knock it off. Let's stop it. And they released a patch and they've changed the scene so that it's not there anymore. So he doesn't, what does he do then? Cause he ate the meat and then he put it down. And that was the, that was the problem really is when it was down. Uh, what does he yeah. do now? Just stand there. Yeah. He, he just kind of stands there. Ah, oh, you ruined Steve. He just thinks about the choices he's made and, he can't even, he doesn't have elbows. How is he supposed to v- victory? 
It's true. I mean, so here, here's the best part is uh, they interviewed um, somebody interviewed Phil Spencer after this happened. <laughs> Way and in. and I, I make jokes all the time about Phil Spencer because he always looks like he's high. And I imagine he might be. Yeah. I could see Phil Spencer sitting there hanging out with um, Joe Rogan and who's the Tesla guy. Um, uh, Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk. Like, I, I classify him in that level of dude bros. Like I could just see him doing that. So uh, the interviewer asked, uh, have you seen the Steve image that's making the rounds now? His victory image in in Smash Brothers, Phil Spencer. No, the interviewer, let me dig this up and share it with you. He's like, you can put in chat a look at it. Uh, So he finds it. Um, Spencer, while he's looking for the link, he's like, is it bad? (laughs) The interviewer goes, I'll get your live reaction to it in a second. And he posts it and Phil Spencer laughs. I know you've got you really worried now. Where is it in the chat? Here it is. Phil Spencer. Yeah. Who did that? This was after a long pause. That's the real image. I'm not methoding. I'm not trolling you or anything like that. It's weird. And people started taking it, talking about it last night. And it's what Steve looks like when he wins a match. I guess that's a piece of meat. Some people thought it was a pickaxe. And then it just kind of hovers there. So, and then Phil Spencer's response was, I assume that will be fixed. (laughs) And the next thing you know, it's patched out of the game. Wow. That is a, that is a response for sure. Yeah. I just find it funny. Like just, Nintendo of all things didn't think this through. Like there's come so on. many things there. It's the placement, the fact that it's meat. Like it could have been a lot of different things. Like, and why does the meat look like that in Minecraft? Like, I don't, I don't understand. That's it. also a good, why does anything look like the way it doesn't? That's, I mean, that's true. I mean, that's why I don't play. And, who, and who walks around just eating a piece of meat? like that? Like, I don't even <laughs> yeah, get no, that. No, no, no. It's grilled meat. Like you just pick it up with your bare hand. Like no, no condiments. What are you savage? Come on. Put some God. grilled onions on there or something. Goodness. Put some, put some sweet and sour sauce. Gravy. Okay, no, maybe not gravy. That's going to make it worse. Don't do gravy. Anyway, that's all I got there from that. Well, I'm glad that there was, you know, lives have been saved. Things. I mean, patches. The, Nintendo handled its meat. It did. It knows how to, it knows when to put its meat away. And that's what really we need right now. It's true. It's the best we can hope for in 20. Everyone just put your meat away. Uh, speaking of putting meat away. <laughs> My favorite, my favorite segue ever. Uh, You will not want to put your meat away if you go and stay at a hotel from Atari, or at least the handlers of whoever owns Atari, that dark and evil, mischievous company, whoever, we don't know who they are, but they own Atari now and they own the rights. And they decided what we need is to open up some Atari themed gaming hotels. Okay. uh, With the help... Oddly, with the help of the producer of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film reboots, whatever that has to do with anything, but it was oh, Michael Bay. <laughs> like, I, guess, I guess. Well, see, the well, maybe he wasn't the producer. It was I feel like they would have said that from the producers of <laughs> Ocean's Eight. Uh, In a world, exactly. Uh, so we get to see these renders. So don't get too excited. Yeah, I want to see the real thing. Um, but. It looks like something out of cyberpunk. This looks like the shopping district from cyberpunk. Mm. Uh, This is what they claim is the mothership Atari hotel, which will be in Las Vegas, which makes sense. Yeah. Not as obvious. You wouldn't see that in Ohio or something. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But they do have other locations. Atari hotels announced for Phoenix, uh, Austin, Chicago, Denver, San Francisco, San Jose, and Seattle. Hitting all the S's on that yeah. one. Um, but here's the thing. So once you get past the visuals, here's what they, they say. Okay. The hotels will apparently feature state of the quote, state of the art 
M amenities for mm -hmm. esports fans and content creators. There will be retro arcades, virtual and augmented reality games. Okay. Everyone's asking for that. Yeah. A merch store, whatever that means. Well, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know what. Well, I guess, yeah, Atari themed merch. Sorry, I forget this is not just gaming. This is Atari gaming, yeah. so it's a little bit different. So get your Pac-Mans there. Theme Pitfall T-shirt. <laughs> yes, I like Pitfall before it was cool. Themed restaurants and bars, which could be fun, including a nightclub and a speakeasy for that authentic Prohibition era Atari experience. <laughs> what? <laughs> now, what's weird to me is like to me, I'm thinking, where's the smoking lounge? Like, where's the hookah lounge or something? Because Atari was notorious for yeah. smoking the reefer. Uh, so, I mean, I would have thought. But hey, missed opportunity. Um, question for you, and I guess for everybody listening, is in a gaming themed hotel, is that like a resort destination? Would you plan a vacation around such a thing? No. I mean, I would, if I were traveling to one of these locations and I could stay there for a night or two or, or a week if I'm there for something, I, I would maybe look at that depending on pricing. But the issue is Las Vegas is really aggressive with their you know places to stay their hotels and everything like that like there's mm -hmm. there's a lot of deals out there so it's it's kind of hard i've attended a couple conferences out in las vegas when i was with best buy um and this seems like we would best buy would have booked for us to stay there which would be freaking awesome but that would be cool it's not something i would imagine be like okay fail a vacation to atari land and here we go because there's bars and things like that like yeah you can have fun in a retro arcade like it's all great but i i don't know and and like you said the render I can't imagine that scale is going to be used in other places. Like it, the, for those of you listening, if you're out looking up the render, the best thing I can say, if you've seen the, the city walk at universal studios, it looks more akin to that where it's like just lines and lines of stores and restaurants and bars. It looks like, and like New York's times square. Whatever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like where are I, all the cars? Right. And that'll, that'll work in Las Vegas. I don't see how that can work in Chicago, in Denver, San Francisco, um seattle like well maybe seattle maybe depending on the area like where else they have that kind of real estate to, to do that it's going to be smaller there or something right it, it it would just be i would imagine the hotel in those in those areas so outside of las vegas las vegas might be this big everywhere else i'm saying wouldn't be yeah you'll have a store in the hotel you'll have a restaurant in the hotel you'll have an yeah, arcade in the hotel yeah. you're not getting this strip that we're being sold right here um but it would be kind of cool to check out and i think it'd be neat but the big thing to remember is that atari really doesn't have any involvement in this they just took the name because Atari's gone. Mm -hmm. Like Chuck E. Cheese went bankrupt. Yeah. Like that. That's that's what Atari had left was Atari and Chuck E. Cheese, and that's all gone now. So it's somebody else that owns the name now. Lease out the name to somebody else. So I'm telling. I told you, shadow companies behind the scenes. It's true. It's probably Disney. What isn't Disney? <laughs> <laughs> the list is much shorter. That's true. Well, I'm. I, I I'd be curious if anybody was going to be like, yeah, that sounds awesome. I want to stay there. Who, who else was making a hotel? I feel like we talked about this not that long ago. There was somebody else making a hotel, and it looked cooler than this, I thought. And I can't remember. Gaming specific? Yeah, I thought it was. Atari uh, Hotels. Mm, the Arcade Hotel. Nothing coming up immediately, but... Mm. I feel like it was a couple months ago we talked about that. I don't know if somebody if somebody listens to this. If anybody listens to the show, just let us know if you remember by any chance. Remember what we do because we can't. And then yeah, I really thought we talked about something though. It wasn't Nintendo. It wasn't like that. I don't think it was Sony. I feel like it was another company, like like Capcom or something like that. I don't remember, but I thought there was another company doing this or something similar. 
Um, all right, last story we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077 inches ever closer for us, and we're excited to play mm-hmm. uh, for sure. We both have this uh, secured, and we'll be playing uh, early on, I feel. Um, well, they're known right now for having numerous um, appearances from different people showing up. Obviously, Keanu Reeves, like, let's be honest, that's what we're all here for. Um, but then you have other things, other Twitch streamers, um, Polish celebrities, which we wouldn't even know if they were bumped into us in the street. But a cryptic tweet from our favorite Lucas, Dr. Disrespect regarding Cyberpunk 2077, has fans thinking the popular streamer might make an appearance in Cyberpunk. So less than a month remains till Cyberpunk launches. Uh, they've been known to show a lot of open world sci-fi RPG lead up to its release, but given the sheer scale and amazing amount of detail in Cyberpunk, it's not far-fetched to think that there are more surprises left to reveal. Around the room is Dr. Disrespect. So he's been in the spotlight a lot recently from his band, as we've talked about him, but he's also been known to share his reactions about the Cyberpunk reveals, um, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, uh, Rogue Company, he has a map that he helped design. The, champ- yeah. the arena is there. We've got skins. He's voice acted. like It's it's crazy the way he's had uh, a resurgence in success. Not that he ever went away, but a bigger boon, I feel like, since he got back than what he had before because he's pulling in sponsors now. Like He went from, from like G Fuel and uh, knockoff, you know, headphones to, you know, Mountain Dew, um, Gillette, um, mm-hmm. Razor, uh, you know, all these types of things. And then Rogue Company, like these are bigger deals than he had before, which keep in mind, there's a lot of streamers that don't get anywhere near this kind of stuff. Um, right. Turtle Beach is sending on prototype headphones, like stuff like that. Like they're designing stuff for him. Um, but anyway, he sent out a tweet. Uh, basically, it says, uh, just wait until you see what we have planned next level and that was in a retweet of cyberpunk saying it's exactly one month away uh with a little uh video clip with keanu reeves in there so uh it could mean anything we're not saying for sure he's in the game doc might just be doing another one of his like ridiculous videos where he's you know superimposed over things like he's done before we don't really know Mm -hmm. but given with all this stuff with high res and rogue company and all that kind of stuff it's not out of the realm of possibility for me. And I know our, our discord was kind of talking about this, which is funny because uh, Donnie posted, but I already planned to t- bring it up on the show regardless um, was that it, everyone's like, well, he would have said something sooner. And see project red's been announcing this, but well, all the other people that have announced that they're in the game had nothing else going on. Doc was launching a new map in the skin and rogue company. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's stuff in his contract that says, you know, he's got to talk about something enough time. And if he's working on it, would he really want to, crossover and announcements it's not like he's gonna have something to announce every month as a streamer that's big so of course you're gonna space it out um so i feel it's not out of the realm of possibility and i for one would uh would be excited to find doc in the world of cyberpunk as is i don't want him changed i want it to be just dr disrespect like at a bar or something inside cyberpunk would be great uh yeah i think that he actually that character would do well in that yep. universe anyway i mean you you're gonna have a lot of different backgrounds, different people, different levels of crazy. So I think it would be, yeah, it would definitely be really cool. And obviously uh, CD project red is having a lot of fun mm-hmm. with it. And I guess they think so too. Like yeah, trying to make it a fully fleshed out world with, I guess, real people for the most part. So I, I wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. It I mean, would- the, the guy, the guy's playing games with Snoop Dogg. He's fighting the undertaker. He's doing all this kind of stuff. Like, is it really that crazy to think that he might be in cyberpunk? I don't think so. It's not out of the realm of possibility. And with that 72 inch vertical leap. Oh my you God. Can do some real damage in game. He's going to break the game. <laughs> Imagine if he was a boss. Imagine if you got to fight. Oh my God. That would be 
if I couldn't be him, that would probably be the next thing I'd want is I'd want him to be a boss. <laughs> like you got to yeah. take him down. Yeah. That'd be sick. I want, I want him to be a companion who just follows me around. That'd be great that too. Unlike his like fallout yeah. style. Yeah. Like he's, he's your dog meat. Or I don't want him to be a quest giver. That's for sure. Like it would. No, be I want, I want it more. Yeah. Yeah. I want it all or nothing at all. There is so many songs. This episode. We just literally doubled the, the length of the. <laughs> we did. We did dude. I don't know math, but I do know one thing. We doubled that list. Fair enough. All right, Lucas, what do you say we get out of here? Yeah, before we double our runtime. <laughs> yeah, we. so in case you didn't notice, guys, we cut out a new story each because we knew we were talking too long. And guess what? The episode still ended up the same way because I had to talk about a gas leak in, in a McDonald's meal. So it happens. I have um, gas leaks when I eat McDonald's. That's true. Fair enough. Uh, Lucas, where can people find you and anything else you'd like to plug right now? Uh, yeah, well, I am also on Fluxtaposed where we do a lot of pretty much what we did tonight, but we don't talk about games. So I don't know what that leaves, but it leaves something. Deus Ex. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you said Deus Ex for a second. So just think about that. <laughs> and you'll know where I came from. Uh, and then, of course, I'm on the discords. Being crazy as always. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at heavy metal underscore riff. You can at me and we can talk about um, changing his Twitter handle. Please at him and tell him to change his Twitter handle. <laughs> To something else I won't remember. I was going to say conspiracy theories, but that works. I mean, too. that works too. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you can follow the podcast network at PSVG on Twitter. Head on over to the website PSVG.blog to find links to all the other amazing content we do. Nothing quite as good as this, let's be honest. But hey, it's there and there's something for everyone. Uh, you can also find links to the Discord, as Lucas had mentioned, as well as our Patreon. If you'd like to help support this uh, merry, ben- merry band of cyberpunks. Yes, you can say. I, I would classify us as cyberpunks, all of us. True. I feel like I never take these headphones off. They're just grafted in, in my skull. So that's like the doc. You just walk around headphones not attached to anything. That's true. <laughs> with you know, I was walking around with uh air like air pilot earphones with <laughs> yeah, the yeah. microphone before it was cool, man. Nobody thought that was cool. Nobody still does. Um, you can follow me at PSVG Kevin. Uh, you can follow me if you want at twitch.tv slash PSVG Kevin as well. And then last thing I want to plug is if you are listening and you're not aware, uh, PSVG is participating in Extra Life this year as its own team for the first time ever, okay. uh, which I am so-called captaining, I guess. Um, we are doing extremely well, especially for a small team of only six members actually participating. We've raised over four thousand dollars to date uh but we would still appreciate your support so if you want just go to extra life search up kevin austin you can find links to myself or the team if you want to donate to somebody else on the team uh feel free to do so we would love to have you there um but yeah it all goes to children's hospital so it's all for a good cause and then i will stream games for 24 hours straight my on november 7th to november 8th for your pleasure yeah. Oh, no, no, for the kids, actually. For the, for the kids. And and hopefully we're going to organize some appearances from guests and other PSVG mates. I'm hoping. Hoping. It's a, not even a word. <laughs> the hoping. <laughs> the hoping. <laughs> I believe that was on Decade of Horror. Um, <laughs> we're terrible. Uh, I'm hoping we can do another La- uh, Last of Us Among Us stream that night with the PSVG folks on that Saturday night. I'm hoping to kill a couple hours there with Josh, myself, and and hopefully Lucas can make that too. So we're going to see if we can make that happen for some Saturday night sus, if you will. Like but it. most importantly, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And most importantly, thank you as always. But remember to never stop 
releasing your gas. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.